All right, man. Jerry, man, start us off, buddy. Man, we got another action-packed full house here tonight, man. We got, as usual, the center square, Charles Trainer. What do you got there, everybody? Oh. Your favorite band sucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Beatles, huh? Yeah. I wore this for you, Charles. Thank I was you. gonna wear the circle <laughs> shirt to piss off both of you guys, but I said, "Nah, I'll be nice tonight." Oh uh, God, the circle shirt, Jesus! Yeah, Christ. we're and we're that, that is gonna circle. be. I'm wearing that on Rocket Pod, man. I'm gonna see who tries oh, to rip it God. off. God, the circle. Their logo is very like a cum target. Like, come here. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're privileged again to have haven't have, have had him on in a while. It's no, Eric uh, Jordan, man. How's it going, buddy? Pretty good, man. Uh, pretty good. Uh, uh, I'm not drinking tonight because one, I'm on call, so I gotta be ready in case something shit goes down. And also, I got a bit of a sore throat, feeling kind of. Yeah. So I'm drinking Baja Blast. Uh, your Baja it's Blast. Shit, actually. Love Baja hey man, Blast. the the Enchiritos coming back, and finally I got my fucking Mexican pizza after they got the ingredients back. I in. got I got two grilled cheese burritos. That's why I just ate. Ah, oh, those things rock, man. I, oh, they're so good. I had to get them because it's a good item and people like it, so it's not going to last long on the menu because yeah. Taco Bell hates us. They're messy as fuck, but man, they're good. All right, we're supposed to hold them a certain way in the wrapper, but I just take it out and fuck. I don't care. You know, I see all those memes all about, over my hand. I don't care. Taco Bell making you shit. I've never shit while eating. I've never had diary eating Taco Bell, is it? You know what made is me shit true? was uh, the ghost pepper Whopper from Burger King. <laughs> I, oh, oh, my God. It burned a hole hurt, in my dude. ass. Yeah, I like, I literally shit three different ways now because there's a hole in my ass. <laughs> like, like multiple holes in my ass. Uh, Sharon touched you then. Oh, God. Uh, oh, oh. No. Getting the Sharon in early tonight, aren't we? Yeah. I, I, boom, boom. <laughs> hey, remember that uh, Screedy Politi song I sent you, A Perfect Way, Charles? And I said, well, this is pretty, pretty. Uh, you know uh, you know who posted that video today? <laughs> I You're saw getting, it on somewhere. Free, you, yeah. know, you know, uh, Ruben De La Rosa. And I go, Ruben De La Rosa, like Screedy Politi. I do like that song, but the rest of the album, it didn't age well. <laughs> but <laughs> he put a perfect way up. And I go, oh, God. Ruben. Ruben likes some cool shit, but uh, he's like me. I, I I go to the wham. Yeah. I go to the aha. You know, I go to the extreme. I go to the Sharon. Yeah, we know. We know. <laughs> yeah, yeah reminded, you, know, you have some questionable taste day. in music. Yeah, but I don't. Day. But I don't go on almost human and post shit that Ralph hates. <laughs> Somebody else like, does that. Well, if, like you do that if you do that, you're asking for some mental abuse. Yeah, like well, uh, updated yeah. nine our, arm news. We our, need that updated nine arm news to make our, our day go our, great. Bu our buddy Mark Dolly posted. Oh, God. <laughs> and Jesus then I and then Sorry. I put I put at least I don't post Sammy on your on your page. He goes, Yeah, thank you for that. Somebody someone likes doing this to get a reaction. Ralph wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, yeah. Uh, and any freaking, we had a conversation today, Eric, and he posted posted our conversation. Why are you showing me screenshots of the conversation I'm in? Because <laughs> <laughs> just just bullshit with us and be happy, you know. All right, man. So Eric had an idea. He texted me. He said, "Hey, man, I want to come back on. I want to do like six movies that traumatized you." Movies I want to give credit too to uh, the podcast that I like, a podcast I really like, who gave me the idea for it. Um, podcasting after dark they do like they review like like cult movies basically like you know you know stuff like you know some john carpenter movies the warriors tough turf like like cult movies 
Um, and, and they're pretty awesome. I, I love their show. They're entertaining. They're not like, they're not like, you know, boring, you know, they're very, you know, fun to listen to. Um, and they, one of the episodes they did was actually the, the, you know, five movies that traumatized you as a kid. Um, I thought, man, that's, that's a great idea. That'd be perfect for the BS session. So I want to give credit to podcasting after dark, uh, check them out. They're pretty cool. Yeah. Thank you. This is a a cool Halloween episode. Yeah. This is our Halloween episode, man. And, uh, Next week we're doing what uh, sixteen uh, the mm. ultimate Queen album sixteen yeah. songs yeah we could you you said we need to do more than uh, eleven <laughs> so, nah dude eleven's fine I'm just kidding man no we could do sixteen man because there's a lot of good if you're up to it I'm for it yes we always we like do. have like seven or ten extras <laughs> we do like hundred and sixteen or something like that oh god we'd be here like all night but before we before we get into the six movies that traumatized us uh we got uh we got some bullshit to talk about let's start off with a uh, bullshit i'm gonna put both these uh judas priest stories together so kk downing confirms he'll play with judas priest at the rock and roll hall and then uh I got it. Uh, where is the fucker? Ian Hill says reunion with KK Downing at Rock Hall might kickstart something. So we'll start off with you, Eric. What do you think about that? I think it'd be pretty cool, man. I love to see I love to see uh, KK come back to uh, Judas Priest, man. It's uh, I mean Jesus Christ, you know it's really uh, it's really not Judas Priest anymore. You know you're missing so many like you know, key members. So I think it'd be cool, man. I hope, I hope when he does this show, like, I hope he sticks around. Um, it'd be cool to see Richie and, uh, KK as the new, uh, duo. And I love Andy Sneap, but I'd rather have KK in there. Um, it'd be pretty awesome. I actually, I was, if it wasn't for the fact that I was on call and it's like such last minute, uh, Jesus Priest is playing in, uh, it's in Michigan, but I actually just found out that they are, um, it's actually very close to me. It's like kind of in a, it's not in Detroit. It's actually like in a different part of Michigan that's nowhere near Detroit because I will never go to Detroit or anywhere near it. <laughs> um, so I was like, man, I, I'd love to go to the CGS Priest. And tickets weren't that bad, but it's just, it's so last minute. I'm on call. Um, so it's just, I got kind of pass on it. I kind of wanted to because I missed uh, at an issue our, both our vehicles, me and my wife's vehicles broke down. And my car has been broken down, but now it's kind of somewhat running. Um, and her vehicle ended up breaking down out of nowhere. Um, so I had to miss, I had to miss the, the Bay Area Strikes Back tour and I had to miss the Michael Shanker concert, which fucking sucked. I'm fucking love still Michael depressed Shanker. about it. Oh my God. So yeah, I really want to see that show, but it's like such last minute and I got TSO coming up. I'm a see Steel Panther, uh, cause they're coming to Fort Wayne and then, uh, you know, seeing Wasp uh you know in december and that'll be fun so I, I i hope it happens i hope kk comes back to jesus priest does your wife go with you to any of these shows or you oh, just fuck like- no my wife will never go to a heavy metal show <laughs> i got the perfect wife <laughs> she goes with yeah, me too. She goes with my too, so. yeah my wife will never go to a, a show i want to see <laughs> dude my, my my wife loves rush that's her favorite band so i married my wife hates my music she despises it. Uh, my first wife, I got her into a lot of my music. But what do you think of that, uh, Charles, about KK? Oh, that's pretty good news. Now, are they going to actually perform on the main stage at the Rock Hall? Or are they put them on <laughs> they the They only side? have one stage, dude. 
how they got <laughs> fucked and put in with the fucking special category or whatever. I mean, puts, it's puts them in with good Charlotte musical excellence. <laughs> fucking good Charlotte. Well, I gave him the musical excellence, suck. like not even really in it. So good. Charlotte. I mean, that, yeah, it'll be good news. I, I was fortunate <laughs> to be able to see the OG lineup of Judas Priest, and they fucking kicked ass. Yeah, me too. Oh. I saw. I was at that Ozfest. That was a magical Ozfest because you had Sabbath with Ward and uh, Judas Priest was full lineup. It was kick ass. I don't know about the drummer though. It might have been a newer drummer. Probably but, Travis. Travis yeah. has been in there since Pain Killer. The rhythm yeah. section was the complete rhythm section, so it was cool. It'd be be good news. I think Travis is the best drummer they ever had. That's just yeah, I like Les Binks better, but Travis Scott's pretty damn good. Yeah. I, I actually even like Dave Holland better than Scott Travis. Son about Dave mm. Holland. Like, he, he wasn't, like, real – technically, he wasn't the greatest, but I don't know. He had, like, a great – at least, like, the first uh, couple albums he was on before he got replaced with the drum machine. Um, I loved his, like, drum tone. Like, the well, first three albums he did, like, especially British Steel, I love the drum tone on – like, the way the drums sound on that album. He just, he's like Phil Rudd of ACDC. He doesn't get enough credit. You know, I like Dave Holland also. Uh, yeah. Jerry, what do you I, think about this? You know, one of the cool, one of the only good thing about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is this chance to see bands, you know, you know, somewhat get back together and shit and perform. That's the only good thing about it. I mean, I'm all for it. Um, as far as, you know, something happening in the future, I hope so, but I, I doubt it. I mean, I'd love to see it too. And I'm with, I'm with Charles. I saw the, you know, the classic Judas Priest lineup on the Turbo Toy. Tor Turbo Core. Sound like uh, me on the podcast. I was fortunate enough to see that, the, you know, the the real Judas Priest. So, um, I mean, I, I just don't see anything happening. But if it does, cool, you know. Well, Ian. Yeah, think, man. These people, yeah. these people are getting in their 70s, man. You know, I, I just, I don't know, man. I, I, I if it happens, it happens. Cool, you know. I'm seeing them for the fourth time in like four years, dude. That is true. They're touring <laughs> like a motherfucker. November seventh, that fucking Queensrÿche is opening for them, and I just gotta say one thing about that new Queensrÿche album. It's not as bad as I thought it was, but then I heard the last track they did, "Rubble Yell." <laughs> Billy, I don't. It's a bonus track. I always skip that. I, I always skip the covers. But the thing is, dude, they didn't add anything to it. It was an exact replica. A fucking Billy Idol. <laughs> Everything was the same. It sounded like Todd sounded like Billy Idol. I don't know. It was like, what the fuck? I always I skipped the forest. Fuck that song. And that other single. But there's some good songs on there, but it it's not like memorable though. It's like something you listen to and throw away. Uh, you know, now that the first three with Todd were great. I don't know what's going on. They're they're losing it again. They're losing it. Uh, Todd just needs to go solo and make some kick-ass solo ops. <laughs> I go, leave, leave, leave that train wreck behind. But then we get to, uh, we brought up Steel Panther. A radio station uh, played uh, like a glory hole and responded to say, you're sorry. What do you think about that, Eric? <laughs> That's fucking awesome. I love Steel Panther. Uh, I, uh, glory hole is one of their best songs, too. Um, I mean, what what were they thinking, though? I mean, they... A song called Glory Hole? Like, what What did they expect? <laughs> I mean, my God. I have a feeling they did on purpose, you know, and just, just to make, like, a headline or something. Right. Um, I would be surprised if Maze Steel Panther was even <clears throat> behind it to get them some, some good headlines. 
Um, I, I, I fucking love Steel Panther. Uh, they're going on tour and uh, they're they're coming to Fort Wayne, which is like one of the closest like areas to see concerts near me. So I'm I'm gonna go see them because I I want to see Steel Panther. Uh, I still think Ricky Thrash should have been their new bass player. Just saying. Uh, the, th- the thing is, the radio station came out and said, "Well, it was, uh, we didn't. Pr- it was like they filled in spaces with songs, so we took that off of our server. All still Panther off of our server, and still Panther went. You're welcome. And he said, "You're sorry. You're sorry. You're sorry." But we say, "You're welcome." <laughs> what do you think about that, Charles? That's <laughs> yeah, funny. I didn't even know people were listening to the radio. That's probably why they. Slid it in there. Maybe That's a good point to too. Listen to it. Yeah, I mean, most people are listening to stuff on their phone or whatever. But hey, man, you know, I'm. They heard something good. It's what I hear. Yeah. What I say. So yeah. So, um, Jerry, what do you think about that? What's the cool Jerry? thing about Steel Panther is I'm not <laughs> a huge fan of them. I like a few of their songs, but they remind us what fucking rock and roll is, man. <laughs> it's uh, total fucking rebellion. I love them for that. And, you know, good for them to get the song on the radio. And I thought that, like Charles said, they're getting, people are getting a treat, man. So, yeah. fucking A, man. Joe Panther's better than Motley Crue. Uh, we'll get yeah. to that later. Stand by that statement. <laughs> and then, uh, did you, who watched Halloween Ends? You guys all watch Halloween Ends yet? Yep. Okay. Eric, right. what did you think about that? Um, I'm, I'm going to try not to spoil it for people because I definitely recommend you go see it. Um, so... I'm going to try and say it without spoiling anything, but I, I enjoyed it, man. I mean, is it the greatest? No, but, uh, you know, I used to be bitching about it. They seem to forget that the Rob Zombie Halloween movies exist, and those fucking suck. This one's at least watchable. Um, I, I like that. I like that they're trying to kind of do something different. Um, there's not a lot of Michael Myers in it, and he's really not even, like, the big focal point of the story. Um, but I like what they did. They kind of went somewhere different. I really feel like they could have taken the idea that they used and almost made its own movie because then you know you have this great story going on and then it's like oh wait it's a halloween movie so we gotta have laurie and we gotta have michael myers in it and then it kind of all that felt kind of shoehorned in um but i i liked it man it was pretty damn good um i'd, I'd rank it pretty high i think it's better than the thorn trilogy um and uh, it's made my least favorite of the. Actually, no, it's my second favorite of the 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 new trilogy. Um, it, it was pretty damn good, man. I I, I enjoyed it. Um, just it's never gonna top Hollow the original Halloween. You know, just if you're gonna watch it, go into it with an open mind, um, and think of it as almost its own movie. I mean, there's some elements of like christine in there a lot of like you know the bully the the kid getting bullied and whatnot um and then almost like turning to evil to help him get revenge but then he goes too far with it kind of thing um i loved it man halloween ends i'm not gonna say much more because if i did i'd spoil it um go into it watch it with an open mind um just know that's not gonna be like all michael myers and laurie strode it's almost something kind of original and different um and it's not going to be, it's never going to top the 78 John Carpenter classic. Just go into it with an open mind and you may enjoy it. Did you see it, Charles? No, I'm, I mean, I'm up to check it out, but I've seen so many of my cohorts say it sucked that I'm not, except Eric, first, my first glowing yeah, review. Well, a couple other people hurt. besides Eric. But yeah. A lot yeah. more people have been like, ugh. 
I don't know. I, I need don't to know what Brian Davis thinks of it. <laughs> I don't judge off that alone, but typically I kind of lean with the when it's more eh, it's usually eh to me. So but I'll check it out eventually. What do you, did you and uh Jerry, I know what you think of it, but let the it was think. average to me at best. It didn't suck, but it wasn't great. I mean, I I I realize you only have a certain amount of time to do a movie, but there's so many holes in it, in my opinion. It's like uh, how did he end up there? Was he there the whole time and where he was hiding at? I don't understand that part of the movie um, and, what, and why it was there. I don't, and I don't understand the deal with the kid either. Uh, I, it just didn't make sense to me, man. It was just so much, uh, I don't know, just not put together well, in my opinion, man. It Would you have liked good. it better if they almost like basically abandoned like the whole Michael Myers thing, and maybe if they took the concept that they're going with and just made its own thing, oh, God. you know, they removed like we, Michael Myers from it completely, and maybe maybe they set it in Haddonfield with some of the same characters, but get rid of Michael Myers and the, just focus on that the uh, the you know the one character. You think it would have been better? But see, I mean, you go to see Halloween, you got to see Michael Myers, and like you said, he well, was Halloween three was no Michael oh, Myers. Wow. That movie's part awesome. three is the best sequel. Well, it yeah, is. that actually was pretty good. Yeah. I have to give you that much, but uh, but it's like you know, seeing Friday the Thirteenth without Jason. I mean, it's first just, one, like first, first one. one. Well, you know, okay. <laughs> like if it's like if I got my ass doing, kicked like, on that one, good one, Eric. But uh, like you know if they if they decided we're gonna do like an anthology series, but like it takes place almost in the same universe, like it'll still take place in Hanfield. You'll still see some characters, but it's going to be its own story because it's going to be like an anthology. You th and they like actually went that route. You think you uh, maybe liked it more? Uh, probably. I mean, well, they they made it. They ended it to a point where there's no fucking way you can get come back. But um, I guess they was that him? Was that him? Oh God, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's what they always them ideas, do. Mark. That is true. You're right, man. <laughs> Maybe what, movie, oh. horror and sci-fi. Everybody always comes back to life, you know. <laughs> but, but yeah, the, um, I know a lot of fans are actually demanding a rewrite of the movie. Yeah, so there's a petition but, uh, going out that's really people like demanding, like, oh, rewrite the movie, oh, recast the movie, that's reshoot that. it. Like, they said reshoot Christ. it. They said reshoot it. No, I had no problem with of, the cast. I thought the cast was good, man. Everybody. I'm so was I'm good. just so sick of people thinking they they can control all this shit. It's like yeah. I don't know. Like the Terrence petition. What happened? Maybe that's just me becoming a bitchy old man, but oh my God. Yeah, uh, this is what I thought about it. It Halloween Kills was great. And it then it, it goes into this. Uh, Lori was in the hospital. She got fucked up by Michael, right? Okay, and then it shows her like she's nesting in a new house. And it's like, what happened to her going after Michael? And Michael's in a, I don't care about spoiler. Michael's, because it's been out long enough. Michael's in a sewer, and then all of a sudden he looks <laughs> into that kid's eyes and he possesses him. Yeah, so I, Michael Myers has a new power. I, and Michael I, Myers is going out yeah. killing with a with a friend. What the fuck is that? Oh, and I got, wait, I got to point out the best part of the movie. My favorite part. <laughs> Kyle Richards is fucking sexy in, as hell in that movie. Oh my God, she is hot. Talking about the granddaughter? Yeah. No, no, the one uh, Lindsay Wallace. Oh, okay. Her son's yeah. uh, like aunt, yeah, yeah, like yeah. aunt or whatever. Kyle Richards. Yeah. Oh my god, gotcha. she's sexy as fuck in that movie. God <laughs> damn. This the movie didn't have continuity from this 
the movie before it. It's a horror it, movie. It's a horror sequel, Mark. What are you expecting? But the thing is, they had it. She says, I'm going to get Michael. And she's sitting in her setting up house with her granddaughter. And blah, blah, blah. And there's no Michael Myers around. He's in a sewer. This guy finds him in a sewer. He looks into his eyes and all of a sudden he wants to kill. And I don't fucking get that shit. It's yeah, just I, like, I, I didn't get Michael that. Michael Myers killed. There are a lot of good ideas need- in the movie and a lot of, like, they... They had a lot of good ideas in the movie. Like, not all of them were executed perfectly well. Um, like I said, there's a good movie in there. Maybe a good, like, original, like, just movie that has nothing to do with Halloween. You know, it's just, I, I feel like there's a lot of good elements that I really enjoyed in there. Um, it wasn't perfect, but uh, I can enjoy, like, the good points in it for what it was. Okay, man. And then we get yeah, to... It wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't a bust, but like it wasn't, it wasn't great. Well, me and my wife were sitting there watching it, and she told me that then I was waiting for it to get good. <laughs> so. that, you know, there was one scene, like, when uh, the one scene... There's one scene that legitimately, legitimately, like, actually creeped me out was, like, the, the doctor bringing, like, his assistant to the yeah. house. <laughs> yeah. And you see, like, the back, uh, like, that kill. Like, I, I can't really describe it. She had nice tits, though. That legitimately, like, creeped me the fuck out. And oh, she just stuck, to the, just stuck to the wall? Yeah. 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 That just, was the like, only good kill. You see kill the guy the killing him in the background, but so dark that you can barely see, and you're almost, like, yeah. wondering, like, am I seeing this? Am I seeing that? Oh, that was creepy. All right, man. But we got some, uh, we got some good news. Five Finger Death Punch singer plans to retire from heavy metal after the when next album. When the fuck album. was he ever a heavy metal singer in the first place? <laughs> That's the good news. What do, what do they call them? What's their name? Five Finger Five punch? Finger Fist Fuck. Which Fist Fuck. I try to listen That's to listening them. to their music feels like. It's like getting five fingers up your ass. That's why we needed you, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, they're I'm bad. Like, they they, they, they fucking suck. suck. They yeah, they your death fucking fuck punch dick yeah, in the I, face. I, I put but, them in the fucking... Uh, oh. And people think Nickelback... Uh, people shit on Nickelback <laughs> all the time, yet that band exists. Like, no, get the fuck out of here. Nickelback writes some actually pretty enjoyable songs. What the fuck is Five Finger Death Punch ever done? <laughs> it's music for guys... It's music for guys with tribal tattoos and lifted trucks, you know, that wear the Affliction shirts and Verbally abuse their wives at you know fucking Lots Applebee's. 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 Fucking bullshit. <laughs> 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 what do you think I about that, Apple Charles? Beans. Five finger, five finger cunt punch. I didn't even know the motherfuckers were still doing anything. I mean, <laughs> good fucking riddance. Never cared for them. Don't care for that shit. I do lump them in with Nickelback, though. I think Nickelback's the shepherds of the devil, but. <laughs> not as bad as that five finger death punch all that kind of i mean i lumped them in i don't know if it's appropriate but with like disturbed and mm-hmm. i like disturbed i love that guy's i love david song where, oh, ah, where like his mom comes in the studio halfway through and beats his ass <laughs> this horrible David music, Draymond's man. really good on his oh, opinions. Fuck him. I, I'm glad his mom <laughs> came to the studio and beat his ass. She might beat his ass for writing such shitty music. Oh, oh and, and another thing though, too, just real quick, it's not on your topic, but I actually tried to listen to the new Slipknot album. <clears throat> oh my oh. god damn. Wait, oh. Is it terrible? <laughs> I'm not hey, I've been to a couple slipknot shows back in the day when it was on, and that was a fucking fun experience. But this new album, it's like pop, popish. Just peep the first 
track and you'll be like what in the fuck is going on it's not even close to metal they're about the same deal too that's why that's why eddie trunk loves them now because they're more palatable for (laughs) (laughs) the first track you'll think you're listening to like Uh, i I haven't i I try to listen to iowa i don't like it i i I can't stand slip i can't stand either but uh then we get to uh bruce kulik says Kiss made the right choice by kicking Ace Frehley and hiring Tommy Thayer. What do you think Bruce, about that, Eric? What the Eric? fuck's wrong? <laughs> what the fuck? I think somebody hit Bruce in the head, I think. Yeah. What, hey, Bruce, Bruce, uh, Bruce, blink twice if Kiss yeah. is holding you hostage. <laughs> Jeez, nice fuck Tommy Thayer, fucking poser-ass fucking wannabe. He's on retainer. Looks like he uses a dental damp when he eats pussy. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, we got to get the kiss news in here, man. We get we get likes for that. But this what do you our, think? Of, what, what do you think about that, Charles? Fucking outrageous, first of all. But you know the but, uh, but Kulik's on retainer. I guarantee it. I saw. Oh yeah, you know he's old, probably still getting money. Yeah, I, I saw an old there. video of back in the reunion tour. It was Ace's birthday party, and there was. Blonde Eric Singer there as well. He was on retainer through that whole tour as well. Yeah, he's just saying what you need to say. Obviously, they're going to do an asylum reunion or something. Hey, I'd be with it, though. Let's bring back the neon pink and do Play uh, Who Wants to Be Lonely for fuck's sake. Oh, yeah. No, that dude gets someone that can actually sing. It'll be done with tapes. It would be awesome. But maybe that's <laughs> what it's about. I mean... It's fucking outrageous, though. Ace Frehley is the fucking guitarist of that band. Always will Hell be. Yeah. He's my favorite member. So, obviously, that was clickbait to get me pissed off. Thanks for throwing <laughs> that up there this week, Mark. Appreciate it. What do you think about this, This is Jerry? Kiss, goddammit. This is fucking Kiss. <laughs> yep. What album is that? I didn't see it. What? No, it's not an album. It's, uh, yeah, it's, the is that the, uh, behind you, is that the Shining poster? No, that's like the it's like the poster with all the different like rock stars on it. Oh, okay. I was like, I was thinking The Shining or George Michael. Listen without prejudice, but <laughs> I know you would have George Michael. I would. <laughs> so what do you think about that, Jerry? Brian Charles, it's fucking outrageous, man. I mean, Ace is fucking Kiss. I mean, with the makeup on, let's just say that maybe he would. You know, Bruce is probably. We're used to without the makeup with Bruce there would have been all right, but no, nah, I mean, with the makeup on, it's fucking ace freely, dude. And Peter Chris, even though Peter he sticks his foot up his own ass sometimes, I get that, but uh, yeah, man, fucking Bruce, man, like what the hell, dude, you know. But but then again, Bruce might have meant it like they they picked right because there's no way he was going to be an ace imitator. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Well, he was already he was already a kiss ass kisser because he was like their Thayer fucking servant. He was like their servant. I know, well, he but he was I, their servant for like what, all through the reunion sucks. tour and all that. Fucking spaghetti boy, get yeah, he, he give Ace Freely give Ace Freely room service and black and blue it, sucked. <laughs> yeah, they had like one good song. I don't even think they had any good yeah, songs. I wouldn't, went, I wouldn't have went that far. I don't have a good song, but everything else is fucking shit. Oh god, man! No, I mean, I they kind of let it. Tommy go a little bit on Monster, which is probably why I like the album because they didn't try to make him sound like Ace. But uh, yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, no. Sorry, Bruce. I disagree with you on that one, buddy. Uh, I agree because Ace, Ace Frehley. I, I I only worship one God, but he is the Kiss guitar God. 
You know what? Have you seen Ace, I mean, if you've seen Ace lately, though, he looks so so, so checked out on stage. I saw him four I, years almost ago. Almost looks like you good. don't want to be there. You know, I don't That's know. I keep hearing. I keep hearing a lot of people saying like Ace is just like going through, going through the motions on yeah. stage. Yeah. Now. Last time That's I saw him was like 2015, and he was yeah. pretty good. But when I saw him like before COVID, he was really good. And I had some videos that fucking uh, Facebook took away my profile. I mean, you so see him. Gone. I saw the video. I see the videos. He's like walking away from the microphone when he's supposed to be singing. And he, I mean, he's just, he's like, he's not there up here. You know who's yeah. really good is Alice Cooper. Everybody Alice needs Cooper to see Alice fucking Cooper. rules. I love Everybody Alice needs to see fucking Alice. I, I got one video up there. I've been lazy. I got four more to put up on yeah. Freeform Rock Next Podcast Alice Cooper YouTube. comes to Indiana, I'm I'm going again. because Dude, I will see him Alice over and Cooper. over again now. He's like Ario Speedwagon, dude. I'll see him over and over. And Sticks. I'll see those bands like a million times now. But uh, I'm, pretty and, sure, I'm pretty sure Nita Strauss will be back, too. And Iron because, Maiden, dude. Iron Maiden rules. Oh, fuck live. Iron Maiden. Fuck Iron Maiden. Dude, they rule. I hate dude. Millennial Maiden. Dude, how many fuck how many fucking lead singers use a fl- fucking flamethrower and fucking hey, here's, stage? Here's what I think. Here's what I think of modern Iron Maiden. Okay, dude. Microphone picked that they up. played three songs from the new album and they went all old. Three songs, songs from a new album. That's like fucking two hours. And they were the good songs. <laughs> they were the short good song. songs. They were the short songs. I like all the songs, but to you, those were the good songs. That's I like playing on the wall, and that's it. Oh fuck! I like I like fucking the only song I don't like, but it was good live. Is Blood Brothers? I go. That oh, song was better that than song. I saw before. Yeah, that but song. it was actually good live. That's a pussy ass song. <laughs> All right, oh, man. I, I'm gonna stick to. Let's, have you guys heard about that mover Terror Fire Two that reportedly caused? I want to see that shit. Movie no shit. Out vomit. I doubt That's something it, man. I want to see. People are so desensitized to shit nowadays. I doubt it. I think it's just a bunch of bullshit. I don't. I, even I, I do want to see that movie. Though. I'm not putting the movie down because I think it looks pretty badass. I never heard of Terrifier once. So I'm like, where did I have it either? Well, I guess it's like it started as a movie in 2013 called All, All Hallows Eve, and then they took oh, the I character from it, the clown, and then they made Terrifier, oh. and then now they got Terrifier Part Two, but. I hear nothing but good things about those movies, so I, I'm I'm dying to see them. I'll wait for it to stream. Uh, yeah, me too. Yeah, you, Jerry. Yeah, like I said, that sounds like something. That sounds definitely sounds like something I need to see. So, yeah, you know what? And then we got to uh, Zach Wild says he hasn't learned to play Pantera material yet. What oh, that's that? bullshit. That guy knows how to play Pantera songs. That's probably just all him fucking around or whatnot. Empty. What do you think about that, Charles? If it's true, he better get on it. Yeah, I, I don't. Nobody could play like Dime. But what do you think well, about that? Of Charles? course not. But Zach's like the closest. No one else is gonna be as come as close to Dimebag Daryl as Zach Wild. He's still gonna do those. Or Nick Boycott. Nick Boycott could do pretty damn good. Yeah, you know they're doing it out of love, so that's pretty cool. What do you yeah. think about that, Jerry? Yeah, he knows. He knows the fucking music, man. I mean, come on now. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about. He was a huge, he was a huge, you know, uh, Dime Bag Daryl fan. So yeah, I'm sure he knew it. Even if he doesn't know, it'll take him like a day to learn him. He's that good. So yeah, it's Zach fucking wild, man. He guys a guitar, guitar genius. Yeah, probably, probably a hype story. So that the first show when he plays yeah. really everybody will be like oh i'm I'm pretty sure he knows people are they're the assholes that are shitting on this whole thing and like being all pissy about it so he's probably just playing into that he's probably like oh yeah you want want here's some 
Here, here, you want more shit to hate on? Yeah, I'm just I'm waiting for American dates. They're all in fucking Latin America right now. Not to cut anybody off, but I think we just whistle witnessed NFL history right now. What I think Andy Dalton threw, threw three straight back-to-back pick sixes. Oh, I don't shit. that's ever happened before. What's Who's playing? Cardinals and the Saints. Oh, fuck. Who's, wait, the who's Car- winning? Who's winning? Who's Cardinals winning? are 28 to 14. Oh, shit. I hope fuck. my boss didn't listen to me. My boss is asking who she should put money on for uh, her sports book or whatever. I told her the Saints. <laughs> I'm like, the Saints. The Cardinals The Cardinals and, ain't done shit. Andy Dalton's never been a great quarterback. He sucked in Cincinnati, too. <laughs> I'm just That's saying. the guy that played James Bond for, like, one movie. No, that Timothy Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> <Just fucking, yeah. laughs> hey, but he was also in fucking Flash Gordon, dude. That is true. Definitely better than he was in James Bond. Yeah, man. I, I yeah, liked his movie with the nanny. <laughs> nanny? The one with the, the nanny. nanny where he was like a king Fran, or something. Fran Drescher? That was, yeah. No, that wasn't him. That was a dude Drescher. from Days of Our Lives that was with him, with her. No, that was on the show. She did a movie with Timothy Dalton, too. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, See, Timothy Dalton was good in that series. I forget what it's called, man, but it, it had Ava Green in it. It was yeah. like a vampire type Ooh, of... Ava Green is fucking hot. What the fuck was that show it? called, man? God dang. Oh, but it was really good. It was on for two or oh, three Oh, yeah, it was on Showtime. It was on Showtime. Yeah. Uh, Penny, Penny Dreadful. Penny Dreadful, Dreadful. that's Dreadful. it. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good, actually. Dude, it was pretty good. Tits are... uh, God, yeah, she's hot. Great fucking <laughs> I, I knew her. about that movie because I was thinking about adding it to my list. That's how much you want to avoid that one. Holy shit. I was just going to say, uh, uh, rest in peace, Robbie Coltrane. He played uh, Hagrid in fucking Harry Potter. I do love those movies, and he was one of the best characters in the movie. So you have anything to say about uh, Robbie, uh, Eric? Um, I was never a big fan of uh, the Harry Potter movies, but, uh, you know, he if I had to pick, like, a favorite character, he would be my favorite character. You know, he had the motorcycle, long hair and the beard and whatnot. Uh, you know, it, it's sad, man. It's sad, you know. Uh, too young, man. Too young, and uh, you know it's a shame. Like I said, not a big fan of the movies, but I mean, uh, you know, rest in peace. You know, real sad. What about you, Charles? Uh, my kids watched that movie. I didn't watch it, so I don't have any personal connection. But that's sad. Sad story. Yeah, he was a good actor. He was in a lot of other. What about you, Jerry? I mean, you know, I wasn't big into. I went with my daughter a few times to see a few of the movies because she loved them, but. You know, it's, it's not cool when anybody dies. So, you know, rest in peace, man. Hope his family, you know, finds peace eventually. I know it, you know, sucks. And then, and then we get to, uh, yeah, uh, Hagrid was awesome. He he was the funniest guy. He was a dude with the big beard, right? Yeah, he was yeah. a dude with the big beard. And the really big giant. Guy. He was a giant, right. dude. Right. He uh, did all the monsters, like the, like the monsters. He kept care of all of them and shit like that. But, um. Uh, then let's get to you. The Rolling Stones are set to release a first album of original material in 18 years in 2023. What do you think about that, Eric? I don't care. I'm not a Rolling Stones fan. I like maybe like I like like four Rolling Stones songs. So hey, good for them, man. They're still making music. Yeah, you know, they you know they obviously got a, a big following. So just not not a big fan, man, of the Rolling Stones. So me and your uh partner Eddie Conestracci were texting about that a couple days ago. We were talking <laughs> a lot about that. He loves the stone. I know he loves he the does. Stones, we man. both love the stones. So yeah. we were texting about just, that. I've never never been that into them, man. Um never been that into them. Like I said, there's like four songs I do love, but uh, you know, as far as full albums, just not I don't know. They just never really did much for me. 
I don't know why. I if you like the Beatles, I think you like the Stones. But I don't, I don't know. know for why. me, I'm just I love the Beatles and I don't know, the Stone because I grew up around. I, I grew up around people that were like you know the Beatles are like uh, that's like kid stuff. The Rolling Stones are like the Beatles, but like more badass and more cool and rock and roll and dirty. I'm like, all right, Rolling Stones, man. You know, but then you know I listened to both bands and I'm like. The, the Beatles to me were just geniuses and the Rolling Stones. It's just, I listen to albums and just like, it never, never grabbed me. So I, I, I put them about the same, the Beatles a little bit higher. The Rolling Stones are there for me, but uh, what do you think about that, Charles? Well, the Beatles are way higher up than that over the stones, like the mountain. Damn right. I'd put the who a little closer to the, the Beatles personally, but uh I thought, like, for example, McCartney's last, McCartney 3, was really good. And so these legacy acts can still pull something out their ass every now and then. I didn't think the last Rolling Stones new album was that great. I didn't like it. What was Bigger it? Bang? Bang? Yeah, I, I, didn't oh, I like, like that album. They played I, it on Days of Our Lives, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, yeah they, my, had, they had things where they went to the Stones and the Stones are playing a Bigger Bang. On that, my thing is, is when they if they go on tour, nobody's going to care about these new songs. I mean, it, it's all about give me shelter and exile and all that good shit. So, and I it's do been that way for it's been, it's been that way for those type of bands for like 20 30 years. Now. Yeah, that's not true. Yeah. I've seen a lot of newer bands play a lot of newer, like Iron Maiden. The oh, fans were the fans were into the new the fans were into the newer songs. They were screaming, "Made it!" Uh, no one made dude, I, I guarantee you, Iron Maiden yeah. songs. Jesus Christ! I guarantee you, all the newer songs that these bands are playing, people are headed to the fucking pissers. Man. Nobody yeah. went to the pisser on those those new Iron Maiden songs I played. They were fucking jumping up. There was a pit, dude. Oh, yeah, I recorded the, the pit. Did you see my videos? There's a Mark, pit no going. One, no one went to the bathroom during those new main songs because the bathrooms were already full. <laughs> <laughs> and the pit was probably like at the Super Bowl. They paid people to be in there. What was yeah. up the fucking yeah, lightsaber? The lightsaber in the pit was awesome. <laughs> no, people in the pit were letting their rage out because they're so pissed. They're like, what the fuck are they playing these damn songs? Like, Bruce, oh, thinking, my face. Bruce, Bruce is making fun of fucking... Uh, Disneyland and shit, because he goes, I don't, we're in Anaheim. Where the fuck is Anaheim? Is that in between Mexico and Seattle? That's <laughs> like right on, Bruce. He's like, Bruce last, is amazing. I do have a last thought though on the Stones. It's like, I'm way more excited about this Revolver uh, remaster coming out. I got that I'm coming too. I'm so CD. excited for it. And the Stones did one remaster with uh, Giles Martin. I would focus on that. Imagine a, a remaster of Exile. Yeah. Or that. I would focus on that because when you go see the Stones, you, you go to see the classics. That's just yeah. the way it is. So, you miss I mean, it. Cool. If you're excited about a new album, great. I'll check it out when it comes out. You missed yeah, it I last agree. night. I did a classic rock block. I did the Stones Starfucker. I did the Beatles. Uh, fucking the White Out. I can't remember the song. It was John Lennon's song. And I did the Who. I fucking Led Zeppelin. I did fucking a whole classic rock block last night. It's like an amazing. I was just happy that I, I, that I didn't come in during your Duran Duran song. <laughs> I always do. Dude, last night was all rock except for Duran Duran and Excess. Well, and Excess is rock. But uh, I played those two together and it was all rock and sleaze rock last night. Aerosmith, every, uh, shit like the mm -hmm. LA Guns. But then uh, let's get to our last story. 
And before we get to our last story, I'm just going to say, the stadium tour is going to Europe. Oh, Radio uh, Turb is going Latin poor America. Fucking Europe. But I just want to say something before you guys talk about this shit. <laughs> Everybody who bitched about the stadium tour did not fucking go to the stadium tour. Yeah, because pe- I want to see that the shit. People who went to it raved about it like me. You know, Vince was a little off, but he was still entertaining. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Nikki Six still didn't play the fucking bass. It was still fucking entertaining. Tommy Lee was hilarious. Fucking yeah, bringing up that weird That's all the guys to show their cocks. Fuck that, man. Yeah. Hey, say, uh, no one wants to see dick at a goddamn rock show. <laughs> okay. I go to see some titties. Every, fucking dude, titties. there was titties. They were showing her titties. There's women in the front row throwing yeah, their titties. some guy taking his dick out. That's creepy. He didn't take his dick out. He took his wiener dog out. The oh. Europe tour. The Europe tour is fucking gonna be horrid because the real band on the tour ain't gonna be there poison and that's why i don't you motherfuckers yeah poison kicked out you didn't even have a staircase for cc the bill to fall down (laughs) the thing is er, nobody everybody who saw Def leopard on that tour said nothing but great things about them they Leopard played stars. great. They played great. Dude, they played a lot of high the and dry. Fucking years. It's only you and the soccer moms were there, man. You oh, love that. You. There was a lot of kids there. I was there. You fuckers yeah, weren't there. I saw the soccer moms. Fuck. You, you like that have... fucking love bites and hysteria and all fucking that. Fucking love bites. You're the fucking, fucking song in the world. Holy I fuck. I love love bites. That's the call of the Cthulhu. I swear. I um, fucking hate Love Bites. That song. Oh my god! Nah, a, they have a worse song than that. It's called Make Love. Dude, they like played a lot of They played about three like make songs love from with High and Dry. They played they Let play It when... Go, man. They played yeah, Let It Go. Yeah, but they can't play it as good as they used to. They sounded you know, great though. Now, the last now, Mark. fucking years of his career. Now, did, they play, some, did they play when Love and Hate Collide? Oh. They have see, when I seen them before. Yeah. Didn't you say <laughs> Def Leppard did a show where they were in disguise and did all their old shit? Yeah, they did. It was Flying Flatbird or something where they that, came that out as their own opening act in Vegas if Residency. The, if they would yeah. just do the first three albums, I would fucking love that. Yeah. So. Dude, they were great, dude. The, Vivian. I mean, and, doing shit like Me and My Wine, fucking Let It Go. I mean, all those quick. Here's those songs you know, rule. I, I, yeah. But I'm just saying, they were entertaining and they weren't bad. They played great. Vivian Campbell. <laughs> fucking, what's Vivian Campbell? Vivian Campbell has talent. What the fuck's he doing wasting his time playing those shit? Oh, really? Have you, heard their co- have, you heard last- hated his ass. have you heard Last in Lion's cover that fucking Beatles song? Fucking sucks. Day in a Life. Horrible. My God, it's horrible. Yeah, yeah I was Jeff Levin probably was- sucked all the balls off of Vivian Campbell. Yeah, he was, he was definitely overqualified to be in that band. I think. Dude, yeah. dude, they, dude. Rips and so does Phil. They sound amazing, and there's no fucking tapes with them, man. Fuck. Don't have to. I mean, I bet. Now I bet they add the Scorpions to the bill here. I bet they do, dude. They should add Tesla. Well, if Scorpions go on there, then they need the fucking headline because Scorpions, Scorpions shit all over both those bands, and they're like probably like, then they're like way older. 
Def Leppard was, you never heard anybody talk shit about Def Leppard on the stadium tour. You heard them say something about Motley Crue. Yeah, it's a bunch of soccer moms that all they cared right. about was hearing. It wasn't soccer around, moms. Dude. I saw fucking 16 year old girls standing up and fucking dancing, dude. Yeah, because every girl loves sugar on kids, me. man. They weren't it's, taught good music. Yeah, that's fuck the bottom you. line. You know, they're probably all listening to fucking Wham, right? <laughs> I make fun of no wham. All right. They, they need to go see Guns N' Roses real All bad. right, guys. Give me a second. I got to take a piss. I'll be right back. Kind of... yeah, All right, man. Leopard. <laughs> <laughs> For All right, let's, let's get out of this discussion. Let's get to our top six movies that traumatized you. <clears throat> and we get to... Uh, this was Eric's idea. He got this from another podcast. We said... Podcasting After Dark. Podcasting After Dark. What's your number six movie that traumatized you, Eric? Well, I want to point out an honorable mention because it's a movie that uh, I just recently saw, but it's not on my list. So I want to give this honorable mention real quick. I saw Invaders from Mars by Tobe Hooper, and it was actually a pretty freaky movie, and I had some horrible nightmares after it. So honorable mention, Invaders of Mars, uh, Tobe Hooper. Check it out. But uh, So these are going to be in no real specific order, honestly. Um, but my first one is a movie that I actually never saw as a kid, but it was a movie I always saw previews for on TV, and that was enough to freak me out and make me not want to see it. Um, I remember seeing as a little kid all these uh, commercials uh, for John Carpenter's The Thing, uh, his remake of The Thing, and two, two scenes that they would show um, in the previews always freaked me out. Uh, one was where um, uh, one was the part where where Palmer they light he turns into the thing and his head turns into like a giant mouth and eats windows God, I gotta and see like so he's like this deformed looking he's like the this deformed uh, creepy looking thing and they light him on fire and he busts out through the the wall of the camp and he's running out in the snow before McCready throws like a stick of dynamite at him to blow him up. That shit freaked me out. And the other one was where um, Bennings is the scene where Bennings, like he turns into the thing and they all surround him. And like right before McCree sets him on, you know, tips over the gasoline container and sets him on fire. Um, Bennings, like he's like has the the weird like hands because he's mutating still. And he just looks, you know, that shot of him looking at, uh, you know, McCready and just laying out that just creepy ass sounding roar. That shit freaked me out. Just and just that dead look stare that he did. Uh, that shit freaked me out as a kid. Where I was like, "Yeah, I'm not watching that fucking movie." I was like so terrified. Uh, but you know, like, a couple of years later, when I was a little bit older, I, I watched it, and uh, you know, it's one of my easily like one of my top top ten like favorite horror movies of all time. Love John Carpenter, but I just remember seeing like previews for it on TV all the time because they'd always show it on TV a lot and. Those two scenes in particular, like, just creep me out. Like, I have that... it, but I've never watched it, dude. Are you never seen the thing? I've never oh, seen the rules, man. I need dude, to watch need to it. Watch man. it. It's like fucking classic. Kurt I Russell, know. Man. I've been lagging, dude. I've had it. I uh, somebody gave this to oh me. Oh my god! Ago. What the fuck, man? You need to watch that shit. I know. I have I'm gonna leave it out so I don't. Yeah, watch about it tonight, it. Yeah. man. But yeah, that was. I remember those two scenes stuck out and like just creep me the fuck out as a kid. So that's my uh, that's my that's my uh, number six. What's your number six, Charles? 
Well, let me get my two honorable mentions out of the way. One was a real life study, and it is still disturbing to me to this day. Kind of a documentary, slightly. Uh, it's called Live Without a Net. It had uh, a really horrible fucking person in Sammy Hagar. That was one oh, of the fucking things. That I've one was too traumatic. I couldn't even include that on my list. It was I had to go to counseling for at least oh. a week or two after seeing that bullshit. And uh, <laughs> I need well, therapy are... after that one. Yeah, right. Oh, man. I have it on DVD. You want to yeah. borrow it? No, no. Oh, you have that I... on DVD? Of course, I that's do. worse than having child porn. My god, I had it on VHS <laughs> at the time, too. Oh, my other honorable mention is not really a scary movie. I saw it right after my first, my oldest was born. Everybody around me said, This movie is great, you'll love it. Not when you have a brand new kid. It's a movie called Kids. Not Kids. scary, but it fucking traumatized the shit out of me because that was a freaky fucking movie when you just... I had never seen it, but I know what you're talking about. I mean, it's disturbing to me. Uh, so, not scary, but disturbing. My number six was a movie that used to come on the TV late at night. Black and white, old movie. Not necessarily a horror movie either, but it was freaky as fuck to me. It was called... Whatever happened to Baby Jane? Oh, that shit's creepy as hell. Fucking fucked up. At Betty Davis is looking all crazy in it. Oh, she creeped that. She's as creepy as fucking that. Yeah, wheeling their sister and locking her up in the bedroom. Then they do the like flip flop, and actually, Betty Davis is actually the quote unquote good guy of the movie and shit. It's like a plot twister, and yeah, it's just freaky the way she looks. Did you hear the damn good movie memories of that movie? No, I did not. You should listen to Brian Davis. Damn good movie memories. He did a thing of that. Yeah, uh, I want to see it because of his pot. His he's got a great podcast. He ain't listening, podcast. but Brian Davis, you rule. It's some about them old movies in black and white. I almost I didn't put Psycho, but almost. But that would be an honorable. But seriously, if you guys haven't, li I, I'm sorry for plugging it, but it's a fucking great podcast. Damn oh, good yeah. memories about Brian. Davis. I got an thing. episode upcoming with him where we talk about uh, John Carpenter's Halloween. I was on there too, buddy. Oh, you were. All right, <laughs> I'm on there I know too. you say you have a bunch of people that are going to be yeah. on it, so I was like, all I right, I can't wait to hear so it. It's going to air before Halloween, and I was like, finally. Finally, I got on his podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I told him, man. I'm like, anytime you review either the Terminator or a John Carpenter movie, I'm, I told him if I he did any me. stoner movies and he did Up in Smoke with Doctor Fuck, I was so pissed. But it's Doctor Fuck. I can't yeah. say anything about that. You know, I was like, that's my wheelhouse, stoner movies, bitch. And I'm like, fuck. So, Jerry, what's your number six? One of the most classic scenes in horror sci-fi ever, man. Is the fucking scene in Alien, man, oh. where the very when that shit came out of Kane, that fucking scene haunted me for years, man. I was fucking scared shitless when I saw it as a kid, man. It's still one of the best fucking movies ever, in my opinion, dude. Um, yeah, very, very, very fucking fucked me up when I was a kid. I mean, I had to sleep with my mom for like fucking a week after that, watching that for the first time, it scared the shit out of me. But uh, yeah, that's that's my first one great fucking movie second one was awesome and it started going to shit after that but you know yeah that movie still holds i love the extended director's cut of that too when they show the fucking people in the fucking goo and shit hanging on like the captain there. and all that is that on there but man yeah that 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 fucking movie rules and uh that was a pretty traumatic scene for me when i was a kid that's that's i didn't see it till i was like basically a teenager 
on HBO or something. Well, so I had two older sisters that love, love to torture me. So yeah, I didn't have. Uh, <laughs> I had to see shit on my own. My mom took. Right, I'll get to that later, but my number six is fucking so much blood in it, and it's somebody could come to you in your nightmares, and it's like freaked the fuck out of me. The original Nightmare in Elm Street. Fucking, yeah. especially with that blood coming out of the waterbed with fucking Johnny Depp fucking dying. I'm like, oh, fuck, blood. I'm like, oh, no, blood. <laughs> I'm I'm a person who threw up in school in fourth grade when they showed a film on the blood cells. <laughs> you <laughs> so know that fucking, kid? Huh? You're I'm not kidding. Kid. I had to write sentences. I will not throw up in class. I will not <laughs> oh, throw up in class. Like 200 sentences. Fucking Mr. Feldy. Fuck off, bitch. I was. I told you. Can I go outside? Can I go outside? No, you can't go outside. I'm gonna throw up. We'll throw up. And I went. What? <laughs> oh, see, it was dick. I know. And then I fucking, I fucking spit on his desk. I spit a loogie on his desk when he went out one time. And then the kid said, "Who spit a loogie on my desk?" They all pointed at me. Fuckers. And I had to write sentence. I will not spit on my teacher's desk. I will not spit on my teacher's desk. Going, you fucking dick. But uh, yeah, that's my number six. Then we get to number five. What's your number five, Eric? Number five is a movie. Um, it's a movie that, like, as a kid, I I thought it was gonna be. Um, I thought it wasn't gonna be scary. I was like, like this movie ain't gonna be fucking terrifying. And it scared the fucking shit out of me. And I'm talking about it's it's. They say it's Tobe Hooper's film, but I really feel like the rumors are true that it's really Steven Spielberg who it was his film poltergeist oh, holy shit that's like and even like it's one of those movies like not just me but everyone always like that's a movie everyone just looks at and they're like oh poltergeist that ain't gonna be fucking scary and that scares the shit out of you there's just so much about that movie the the fucking creepy ass tree there's you know um the the clown because I, I fucking hated clowns man they scare <laughs> the shit out of me um and just like oh and just the fact too that it's like it misleads you because they they save you know heather o'rourke's Rourke's character at the end and you think it's over and you think it's safe and like you you get this false sense of security and then shit goes wrong again oh it just it freaked me out and that was like the first time i ever saw like a kind of paranormal kind of movie dealing with paranormal shit like that so it really like creeped the shit out of me and I remember the daughter in the movie, she looked like uh, this girl in our neighborhood who I kind of had the hots for. And so, like, seeing her, like, freaking out, like, freaked me out and everything. And, oh, like, it just, that movie scared the shit out of me, dude. Did you see terrifying. that in the movie theater? No, no. that uh, Dude, I'm, I, I was born in 93. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw it first run in the movie theater. And w- was that rated R? I'm not no. sure. No, no, it wasn't PG rated R. or some shit. PG. No, and that—that's the best thing about it. It wasn't overtly gory. It wasn't. It wasn't well, the thing of... is that scene where the guy, the guy goes in the bathroom and starts ripping off his yeah, fucking face. Yeah, freaked the fuck out of me as a kid. <laughs> I was like, I want to leave. I want to leave. But that's one of my favorite movies of all time. I saw that in a movie theater, dude, on the big and screen. And I was what like, makes it even out. creepier too is uh, when you find out like all the watching the behind the the true hollywood story or whatever and about like the all the curses and all the bad shit that happened right. to the actors you know the fact they use real skeletons yeah. in that pool scene which that was another freaky scene it's just oh god, god that that's, just a, that's a creepy ass movie man yeah the cast didn't i don't think joe beth williams even knew that i think that they were actually real skeletons yeah she did not know right. yeah 
Oh, well, you got the girl, Heather, that died of cancer, and you got the, the older sister who got shot by her boyfriend, right? Yeah, yeah her boyfriend. Fucked up. Her. Yeah, that's fucked up. But what's your number five, uh, Charles? Uh, speaking of Dr. Fuck, I seen him post it tonight on Facebook. The OG TV version of Salem's Lot. Oh. Used to freak the fuck out of me. I'm not really looking. I don't know about this new version they're putting out we'll see it keeps getting delayed i don't know if it's worse but yeah I, that I, yeah that, that old for some that was made for tv was pretty freaky to me it's also my favorite stephen king book actually so yeah that fucked me up when i was a little kid let me in let oh, me yeah, in. i tried team. i tried watching it i've never watched it as a kid so i tried watching it as an adult it looks so cheesy to me I feel um, like it's one. I definitely feel like it's one that you had to watch as a kid. Yeah, if you, maybe if you watch it as an adult for the first time, it it won't like hit you. Yeah, as it much, didn't hit me at all. I was the like, scene, I'm bored. The scene. I mean, the the scene with the kid, the window freaked me out because I've always had a really big fear of like someone looking through my window. That's always been a massive fear of mine. A big reason I don't like windows and I always like blinds closed or curtains. Um, yeah. But the scene that freaked me out was like when the 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 thing comes crashing through the window and you just see the the sheet uh on the ground and all of a sudden you just see the the vampire like rising up out of it that shit creeped me the fuck out as a kid yeah i mean and that that's the thing yeah a lot of these movies would freak me out as a kid not necessarily now but yeah i watch it now that was the problem and plus it was made for tv so the production was a little less than what we would be accustomed to but uh, yeah, it freaked me the fuck out when I was a little kid. That's that one was so actually directed by Toe Pooper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's pretty. I I enjoyed it, so uh, that's why I'm a little bit nervous about this remake. I'm, yeah. I'm not a fan of remakes anyway, but maybe it'll be better with new technology and stuff. Who knows? But that's so, my five. So what's your number five, Jerry? Uh, there were a lot of versions of this movie, but the one I'm, the one that that. I really love is, is Invasion of the Body Snatchers with Donald Sutherland, Ooh. Leonard Nimoy in them. Man, that fucking movie was <laughs> fucking freaky as I forgot fuck. about that. That one. That, and that very too. last scene fucking still haunts me when the girl tries to scream at Donald Sutherland. He looks at him. And, oh, <laughs> God, the fucking, yeah. The hair. Yeah, just fucking. It's doing it to me now, man. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. That, that movie almost made my list, but the reason it didn't was because I didn't see it until I was an adult. But even as an adult, that shit traumatized me. That shit creeped me <laughs> the fuck out, man. Yeah. Oh, and it's like you know, it's one of those movies where there was no good ending, you know. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't think about this movie, but when she said that, I thought about Altered States. That movie freaked. That's me a out. good movie too. There's oh another God. Donald Su or what Donald Sutherland, right? Yeah, there's another movie with him that is actually like that I saw as an adult that really creeped me out. Um, it's like, God, what the fuck is it? It's called Don't Turn Around or some shit like that. He's in it, and the ending is creepy as fuck. Oh my god, it's as an adult that shit creeped me. The, that shit scared the fuck out of me. Uh, god, what the? I'm gonna look it up, dude. I'm trying to figure out what movie's playing on behind you, Eric. What is it's that? uh Prince of Darkness. Yeah, it kind of John Carpenter's name. Prince of Darkness. Yeah. Really great movie, very it underrated. Is. I I recommend everyone check it out. It's a good movie. Yeah. I'm I'm looking at the hot chick in the back, and I'm like, I know. That Dude, chick. she's hot. She was the chick from Officer and a Gentleman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She died sadly. Oh. Yeah. Hot chicks that never die. 
But um, so what are you looking up, Eric? I'm looking up the name of that damn movie. The fuck was it called? The downside. Don't look now. Don't look now. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna give it away. Just watch that movie, and the ending is just—it's terrifying. As a grown, I'm a grown ass man. That shit traumatized me. It freaked me out. Don't look now with Donald Sutherland from 1973. Check that movie out. Right. And then my number five is fucking The Shining. Ooh. Those fucking creepy fucking twins. The twins are the, terrifying. And the freaking river of blood in the fucking hotel. The blood again. Blood always gets me, man. Back then the, it was like, ooh, oh, the, the room with the, the decomposing woman, too. Oh, that God. creeped me the fuck that, out. That movie just freaks me the fuck out. I'm like, fuck that. This movie was so, uh, Stephen King said he likes the television version better than the movie version. I don't know why. Oh, what but, the fuck? Stephen King's the same asshole that made some shitty movies. Well, he did make Maximum Overdrive. Well, that one was good, but that was <laughs> Stephen King didn't make that movie. Cocaine made that movie. <laughs> All right, that's my number five. What's your number four, uh, Eric? Number four. Um, number four would be uh, Gremlins. Oh, I saw that movie at a young age, and oh, young uh, age. that's a movie it. that, like, it's again like the like I was talking about Poltergeist. It gives you that false sense of security because it starts off like it's like a happy like Christmas movie. Oh, Gizmo's this cute little creature. It's gonna be a fun family movie, you know. And then all of a sudden, shit goes wrong, and they turn the gremlins, and it scares the shit out of me, you know. Oh my god! And like we had the VHS cover. Um, we had the VHS tape, and there's two covers. There's the white cover with Gizmo on it, and that's like the misleading one. It makes you look like makes it look like it's a happy film. But then there's like kind of the it's like a dark bluish color uh, VHS cover, and that one just had like a spike on it, like as a gremlin. And my brother used to scare the shit out of me because he'd pull that VHS tape out and like put it next to me while I was sleeping, so I'd wake up and see it, and it oh just. Those Grillmans scared the shit out of me, man. But that's one of my favorite movies. I love that movie. But man, as a kid, scared the shit out of me. I'd watch like the first half, and like right when I saw the cocoons, I would like hide. Uh, but <laughs> the beginning of the movie this? as a kid, I loved because I'm like, oh, Gizmo's so cool, and oh man, Phoebe Cates, she's high as shit, you know. And yeah, Howie Mandel did the voice of Gremlin of uh, Gizmo. Yeah, wasn't there at least talk about doing another one of those? Yeah, I heard that's in the works, a third one. Oh god, it's gonna suck though. It's gonna be all CGI. Fuck CGI. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Fuck CGI. <laughs> so, what's your number four, Charles? Uh, this is what it freaked me out equally as a grown-up, The Exorcist. Yeah, Linda Ooh, Blair. Yeah, that was that one almost made my list. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I would have been between that and Poltergeist as well. But Poltergeist, I'd have to say, didn't freak me out as much as The Exorcist. Because, again, he gets, I don't know if it's true or not, but you hear stuff like that. So Demons are real, dude. Demons yeah, are real. That one, The Exorcist, so. the Exorcist also made my list, but it's one of those ones, like, there's a lot of stuff I didn't understand. It was creeped me out as a kid, but there's a lot of stuff I still didn't really understand with it. Whereas the older I've gotten, the more it creeps me out. Um, that one almost same about Leslie is that it did kind of freak me out as a kid. So what's your number four, Jerry? Oh, this fucking movie still this this woman's laugh still haunts me fucking a lot. 
Evil Dead, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> what Ooh, a fucking, yeah. That fucking laugh that girl when she was possessed was doing that all through that fucking movie just. Oh yeah, the lady like head. trapped under that fucking like, her too. Yeah, head. it was oh, just oh yeah, that's some fucking, creepy shit. It was, and I, I watch it now. And I love it because you know I, I'm, I'm older now. That's a great know. movie. But man, that fucking scene, that that laugh, man, fucking gets me every time, man. And speaking of blood, damn, Mark. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, I, that, I love the Evil blood. Dead movies. Evil Dead Two was a remake of Evil Dead One. <laughs> so it's like I don't. Oh, nothing can ever repeat that movie as far and I know they did a lot yeah. of Evil Dead stuff and spinoffs and all that but man that one fucking oh dude the rules. series is awesome Ash versus oh, Ash, Evil Dead Ash whatever yeah versus Evil I got season one that movie rule that salvage series rules uh but um, oh, yeah that's mine my number four isn't a horror movie but it freaked me out because it was so bad awesome non-horror movie Freddy got fingered I've, I've never, never seen, seen that. that movie. Tom Cruise. Never seen that. How the fuck did Drew Barrymore marry that fucking idiot? <laughs> I have no fucking Talk about idea. Tom Green. Oh, right? yeah, that's right. Oh, Tom gross. Green, right? Yeah, Tom yeah. Green. Dude, there's a scene where he his friend's skateboarding and he breaks his kneecap and there's a bone sticking out of his kneecap, right? And he sits there and licks it like a dog. He goes, well, dogs lick their wounds to heal it. So he goes... On his fucking bloody bone coming out of his knee. I hate blood. You really hate blood. Dude, but there's another episode six movies that traumatize us as kids. Also, Mark hates blood. I hate blood. And then there's (laughs) another scene where he has this keyboard and he has all these sausages on strings and he's going, sausages, sausages. And they're all dancing around him in the background. Like, what the fuck is this shit? This is fucking, why did I waste my time watching this? This is fucking freaky and not even funny. Tom Green sucks. Just all right. That's my number four. Then we get to your number three, Eric. Number three. I'm gonna go with a movie. I actually just uh, I watched. I watched it a couple days ago, uh, and that's Pee Wee's Big Adventure. What, uh, dude? I mean, <laughs> there's some creepy shit in that movie. That's that large marks. One, there's the scene where he gets where he passes out and he's taken to the hospital. And he has that dream about the clowns. I, dude, that scene, and a lot of people, the large Marge scene creeped them out. And that scene did kind of freak me out as a kid. But the scene with him in the hospital with the clowns and then like the, like Satan burning his bike. <laughs> legit, I saw that for the first time as a kid on the TV. And I ran, dude, to like my mom's bedroom and just banging on the fucking door like mom like freaking out it scared the shit out of me and then the other scene that freaked me out was the damn snakes i will peewee's too nice of a person i will let those snakes burn to death i will fucking let <laughs> i will save every animal in that pet store and i will let the fucking snakes burn to death fuck snakes i hate snakes god damn it let them burn See, I don't care about. I, I can't stand spiders, man. But I don't mind snakes at all. It's weird how it fucking I hate works. Snakes. So you don't you don't like arachnophobia then, right? I have yeah. a movie fucking or eight legged oh. freaks. I like that movie. Movies. Made me take a shit. Actually, it was that bad. <laughs> David Arquette. It was bad. I like that movie. Eight legged freaks. <laughs> that movie it was cheesy. I like. It, it was almost like that other Starship Trooper thing. I like that, that wrestling movie he did too. Oh, <laughs> Raider. Oh, 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 that was, that was fucking awful. I can't, they can't believe they made that fucking guy a heavyweight champion, dude. 
WCW. Yeah. What the oh, God. Yeah, that was WCW when they were That's like the final the nail. That was the final nail. It was. <laughs> it was. Yeah, you you wrestling fans. I didn't care. It's I thought it was funny. years. <laughs> All right. What's He's your number three, Charles? Vince Russo booking is traumatizing, but you wouldn't. Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, my number three, it was one that Eric talked about earlier doing a podcast on. Uh, I, I used to go to haunted houses a lot back in the day. And if this character was in the haunted house, I turned into a shriveling little girl. The original Halloween freaked me the fuck out all the time. That music, there's something about the original and his, that mask was freaky mm-hmm. as fuck. It scared me Captain more Kirk. than Friday. Yeah, it scared <laughs> me more than Friday the 15th and all that other shit combined. Okay. I mean, I can still watch it. I watch it today and not be as freaked out by it. But when I was a kid, yeah, shit. Scared the fuck out of me when I was a little kid. My favorite horror movie of all time. I mean, some My of the stuff is just so, yeah, some of the stuff is just so cheesy compared to today's standards in, in movies. It's like, it's like, how did I find that fucking frightening or scary? But yeah, I agree with you on Halloween. That, that was. mask. Yeah. And here's the thing with the original Halloween compared to every other Halloween. They can never, they never were able to replicate that mask. The mask looked the greatest and the scariest in the first one. And after that, like, every other mask looked like shit. Like, the the second one, it was the same mask. But the problem was they had a different actor who had, like, bigger heads. So the mask was all stretched out, looked stupid. And they had all these other masks, and they just looked like shit. The original is just the best. Just, oh, that's a phenomenal, that's my, one of my all-time favorite movies. Yeah. I agree. And then we get to uh, your number three, Jerry. Uh, my number three is a movie with Dennis Quaid and fucking Kate Capshaw, fucking Max von Sydow, and a whole bunch of Dreamscape. Oh, that was a good movie. Never seen that. Oh, dude, it's just the, just the thought of somebody can enter your dreams and fuck with you like that, dude. Man, Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> well, yeah, but that was before Nightmare on Elm Street. It was, yeah. So, I mean. That dude, the bad guy, I can't think of his name. He's a guy that was in fucking uh, Warriors Come Out and Play, that guy. I can't think Holy of his name. Holy shit, he was in that? Yeah, yeah he was a, the main. Dreamscape is a great movie. Yeah. So is Enemy Mine. So, and he was creepy as fuck in that movie, movie, dude. I mean, the Kate Capshaw was fucking fine back then, too. She's always fine. But yeah, that's mine. That's a, that's a must-see, dude. You should watch that one. It's a good one. It's not really a horror movie. It's more of a, what do you call it, a thriller, I guess. Yeah. But there's some scenes that you know in that movie that really kind of bothered me as a kid. So. Okay. Well, my number three as an adult went and saw it with my wife, Dr. Sleep. Ooh, great okay. movie. We walked out on it because it freaked us out so much where they're fucking killing the kids and fucking just brutalizing them. I couldn't handle it, man. I could not handle it. I need to re- <laughs> I need to watch it. I need to finish That's it. because there's probably blood. There's blood everywhere in the fucking <laughs> movie. I fucking couldn't handle it, dude. I remember when they fucking took my first blood test as a kid. My mom bribed me to get the blood test with the needle. And I went in and she bribed me. I'll get you a record player and some records. I go, okay. So they did it. I looked at the blood and I went, and I passed out. <laughs> going into the- Dude, that movie's only like four years old. Like you said when we were kids. No, this is when I was yeah, an you adult. Cheated, man. This is like, yes. Yeah, childhood. but this still fucking. I didn't <laughs> finish it. Trauma. This traumatized. I just said. Six movies that traumatized you. I didn't say as kids. Oh. 
You got to. Are you yeah, sure getting kid traumatized as a kid compared to an adult that just hits? Well, I'm rates? kind of a kid right now. I drink a lot of whiskey. <laughs> I get drunk, so I'm kind you of. You got to finish that movie. It's well worth it. I need to finish it because I want to know yeah, what happens. But it, it freaked us both out. Ooh, she's hot. Oh, Rebecca Rose Ferguson. Yeah. 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 Oh, she's but, uh, hot in the fucking the Mission Impossible movie. She's hotter in hell in those movies, man. Yeah. Let's get to your number two, Eric. Tell me your number two, and I'm gonna go take a piss. Number two, man. Uh, this I was a, a teenager, so I was still technically a kid. Um, <laughs> but uh, I was probably about 15. Uh, my friend Nick McGregor came over to hang out at my place. And I never really had like people come over to my place. I always uh, slept over at my friends' houses, so it was kind of different. But, uh, you know, my mom was like, hey, order a movie on demand if you guys want. And we're looking through, trying to pick out, like, a horror movie or something. And he stumbles across a movie called The Fourth Kind. And he's like, oh, this movie is actually, I heard this movie is really good. And he described it to me. You go next, Charles. Go ahead. It's literally, um, so it's like a movie, but then they had, like, this, this footage, which I later found out. It's like, which I later found out, you know, as an adult. This footage, it's not real. They make it look like it's real and like off based off a true story and like found footage. But they combine splice the movie with like these actual these actual clips of the shit that happened that they documented. But it's a movie about alien encounters and it scared the shit out of me. Just that something about those visuals and me thinking that it was legit real caught footage of like alien encounters or people being possessed. By aliens, creep me the fuck out. Oh, it's just, it's it's terrifying. Like, I still can't even watch, I can't watch that movie to this day. I still can never watch it again because it creeped me out so much. And just, it's the real life, the, the again, the real life footage that creeped me out. People, like, getting possessed by aliens, their mouths, like, stretching, like, out, like, screaming, People levitating, seeing UFOs. The main character got like abducted by an alien, then they probed her and like paralyzed her, and she's like all creepy, like decrepit looking, like a corpse almost. And it's it freaked me out. And the thing was, we saw this movie and it creeped both of us out. But then also, too, all this weird shit started happening in my house that night. Oh, fuck. Um, like my alarm kept going off and I kept like turning it off like turning off the alarm and it still kept going off i had to keep go keep turning it off constantly we kept hearing noises throughout the house and also like one of the we had like a a balcony we had like this big balcony out in our backyard and we had like lights around it the lights were we had the lights turned off but like something happened with the electricity and so the lights started like the lights like freaked out and started flashing and it scared the living shit out of me. And just like, I, I like was like, I'm never watching this fucking movie again. And I just could not sleep that night. Fourth kind, man. Not, even though I know now that's fake and none of that shit was real, it's still, I can't watch it. It creeped me the fuck out so badly. Is that the one that had the girl from Resident Evil in it? Yes, yes. Mila Jovovich? Mila Jovovich. I think I, think I did it. see that one. Yeah. Oh. I, I can. I'm a grown ass man. I can never. I'll never watch that movie again. Holy shit! Damn. Yeah, that was like. What was that? Like late '90s that came out. No, I think it was like 2000s, like early 2000s. It was okay. Yeah. 
No, but I agree with you. I, I remember seeing it and being a little freaked out about it. Yeah. Uh, There's another one, too. Uh, had fucking uh, Robert Patrick in it where his buddy got fucking kidnapped by the alien. Remember that one? Wasn't it no. uh, Fire in the Sky? I think it was called Fire in the Sky. That's Fire in the it, Sky, yeah. yeah. That was another one. That, that was with D.B. Sweeney, right? He got yeah. taken by the aliens? Yeah. Yeah. You know. James what's, Garner. Yeah. So what's your number uh, two, Charles? I'm on a mark tip, and this was one that got me as an adult, not as a kid. Um, features an uncredited Gary Oldman. And uh, I think one of his creepiest roles ever. It's what fr- freaked me the fuck out about the movie Hannibal. Oh, that was pretty freaky. And Cordell, Cordell, uh-huh. when they threw him into the pit with the pigs and all that. And oh, yeah. Dude, that dude was fucking. Oh, that character was fucking. Oh, that was just freaky look at You couldn't wait ah! for him to die. Yeah, yeah you couldn't <laughs> wait for him to die either. Ah. He got his, the pedophile. But it was yeah. a freaky movie. I mean, that whole series, I mean, it's not horror, but it's psychological thriller. And there's something about Hannibal Lecter and that role. Yeah. It's even, you know, Science of Lambs freaking out, too, actually. But, Dude, the one with that. fucking Edward Norton, I thought was the best one. Uh, uh, Red Dragon. Red Dragon. That movie yeah, was awesome. Excellent. Excellent. Ralph Fiennes was fucking freaky. What, creepy what, as hell now. You know, the original one was with the good dude from, uh, uh, what's that? Brian Cox. Brian uh-huh. Cox. He was in X X Man Two. Uh, he played uh, uh, Wolverine. Man Manhunter. Manhunter. Yeah, Manhunter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Manhunter had the original. Brian Hannibal Cox Electric. played Hannibal in that. Yeah. yeah, it was made for TV actually, and that was the Red Dragon. Yeah, it's really good. But yeah, but Red Dragon, the actual release was freaky too. But they had the guy like, from CSI in there playing. Uh, William Peterson. Yeah, yeah, William Peterson. Gary Oldman was freaky as fuck in that role. Yeah. Yeah, he was, man. So that oh, that got me in that as an adult. So I don't know what I would have thought if I was a kid and saw that shit. Yeah. So what's your number two? Well, that's what's cool. With a couple of movies got us as an adult. You know, we're not. It didn't desensitize us because it freaked us out. Still, that's pretty cool. <laughs> so that's why I said Doctor Sleep freaked me out. I still need to finish it. Bears from Mars. Vader's from Mars. Yeah, that was like my album because I, I include it because I, I thought this was about childhood. So no, like, he just said <laughs> movies that traumatized us. I didn't oh, know I it was said traumatized kid. us as children. Oh, my bad. Uh, <laughs> but most of these traumatized me as a kid. So pretty, pretty got fingered just traumatized me because it was weird. <laughs> yeah. It's just why without a dad still more traumatizing. Oh, uh, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, and then we get to your number two, Jerry. Uh, this movie uh, fucking had Harvey Keitel. Kirk Douglas and Farrah Fawcett in it. Uh, it's called Saturn Three. I never seen. You ever see that one? No. They got a oh, that's creepy cock. I keep seeing like the the cover art for. It. I'm like, that looks interesting. There's this creepy as fuck robot in this movie, man. That just made me hate robots until Terminator came out. <laughs> I thought that was still the coolest fucking robot ever in existence, but uh, or ever made for movies, I think. But uh, yeah, that fucking. Uh, I mean, it was really cheesy if you look at it nowadays, but as a kid, watching that shit, dude, it was fucking creepy. Like, the way it sounded and the way it moved. Ugh, man, it gave me the fucking creeps, man. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, give it a shot. Like I said, it's cheesy as I'll fuck. I'll have to check man. it out, because like I said, yeah. it's on peak. It's like a regular stay on Peacock, yeah. so I'll have to check it out. Sarah Fawcett's always nice to look at. Ooh, yeah. Well, my uh, number two, uh, somebody already said it, The Exorcist, uh, because demons are real. Demons fucking 
creeped me the fuck out. Spider walk. I, oh I my know. god, oh, spider walk creeped me the, the fuck out. The throw up and the head going in circles. Max von Cito, dude. Fuck. That guy was a great actor. Fucking Strange Brew. If you ever want to see a comedy with Max von Cito in it, watch <laughs> Strange Brew with Doug and Bob Kinsey. He's the Brewmeister Smith. But fuck it, dude. That guy could play anything. He was such a talented <laughs> actor. If I could, Linda Blair, dude. My God, that must have fucked her up as a kid doing that because she fucking <laughs> went on drugs with Tommy Shaw. <laughs> so, Rick James. Rick James, bitch. And so that Rick James dick. Yep. So uh, Exorcist, man. That, that's a fu- My wife won't even let me buy that movie. <laughs> I want to buy it and watch it. She goes, yeah, I don't want that movie in our house. <laughs> freaks her out. Like Dr. Sleep freaked her out too. But uh, so what's your number one, Eric? Oh, man. So since it's my number one, and this one actually is number one for a reason. You know, the rest of the movies, you kind of interchange them. This one's number one for a reason. Now, keep in mind, I am a child of the 90s. So keep in mind timeline with this. Um, I was a young kid, and I don't remember how I heard about it or what made me want to see it. I saw it coming up on, like, on the TV Guide channel. I saw it coming up as a little kid. I'm like, ooh. I'm like, mom, can I watch this? And she's like, all right. Because my parents were pretty cool about letting me watch like rated R movies and stuff. You know, they were always just like, you know, just don't repeat these words. You know, it's a movie, you know, blah, blah, blah. Don't tell, you know, don't tell your friends you're, we're letting you watch these and whatnot. So they're always pretty cool about it. But she's like, are you sure you want to see this? Like, are you sure? Like, are you going to be okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'll be fine. I'm like, I, I can, ha- I'm trying to be all tough. Like, yeah, I can handle it. This ain't going to be scary. Turn on Stephen King's It. Ooh. Oh, yeah. And That's just crazy. that first scene alone of the little girl and then him, like the, the sheets, like the, the, like the laundry drying out on like the lines and like all of a sudden like it's blowing around. You see his face is high, you know? just oh like that movie scared the shit out of me like scared the living shit out of me and it started kickstarted like my old the fear i had i had as a little kid of clowns hated clowns man there were certain birthday parties i couldn't go to as a kid because they were gonna have a clown and i couldn't go because i was terrified i like i went to the circus in kindergarten for a field trip and like my my friend his mom was like the one chaperoning my group she like we're all the kids that are scared of clowns she knew like when the clowns came out to take us to the concession to get like you know a program or something so we didn't have to see it just like that movie fucked me up oh and the scene too where like the clown or it you know pennywise he's in the the moon talking to the one guy the the henry bowers or whatever the fuck I couldn't even like look outside at the moon. Like if the moon was out, I had to close my I had to close my curtain. That movie scared the shit out of me. You know the clown in the sewer, just and, yeah. and you know that's that's a '90s thing, man. Kids my age, man. We all I think we all can relate that that movie scarred us. Um, Talking about the, the the Tim Curry Pennywise, Tim Curry, Pennywise? One, yeah. Tim Curry one, yeah. yeah. I, I'm a kid of the '90s. Oh, the yeah. new one sucked. The new one was, was horrible. It's all was CGI and for, shitty looking. That was but, um, that, Tim, that yeah. Tim Curry one, man, creeped me the fuck out, you know. And uh, yeah, like all all kids like my age, man, that movie scarred us. It freaked us out. And uh, 
But I, I will say, I'll try and end this short because I'm kind of going on a tangent here, but it was funny. I think it was in uh, in middle school because I, I literally did not want anything to do with this movie. It creeped me the fuck out. I We had the VHS tape at home and I had my mom get rid of it because it creeped me out seeing that, that box, that VHS box art. But the one thing was um, in middle school, for whatever reason, I had like a, a nightmare about the movie. Like it, it, almost like the kids in the movie, they got older and then like it came back to them and they're like, we need to defeat this. Um, but like I had a nightmare about it and I'm like, I need to buy that movie. I need to face my goddamn fear. So one rainy day, I told my mom, like, mom, can we go to Target? I want to buy a DVD. And she's like, sure. I buy it. And she's like, are you sure? I'm like, I need to fucking deal with this. I watched it and then I loved it. And now I, I think it's pretty good. It's pretty, it's kind of shitty, but it's kind of fun just for nostalgia stake, nostalgic, you know, reasons. But it scared the crap out of me as a kid, man. The shower scene too. I, I had a hard time taking a shower as a kid because of that scene where he just comes out of the drain. Ugh. That's the number one though. Stephen King's It with the, the Tim Curry version. The thing they fucked up with the newer it's that the clown looked scary when he wasn't supposed to be scary. Tim Curry looked nice and docile until he went. Yeah, because the new new clown always looked like he was gonna be scary, you know. Yeah, Yeah. it's like it looks like a goddamn looks like a goddamn video game. It doesn't look real. Yeah, the clown looked scary anyways. He looked creepy. Tim Curry didn't look creepy until he was creepy. Uh, uh, they did it right in the begin in the original one. So, what's your number uh, one, Charles? My number one is I was a child of the '80s, so lucky. And we came up back in the day. Uh, I guess it was the early days of cable, and somehow my grandparents had HBO. We only had like four channels and HBO, and uh, I think I saw part of the movie, and that's why I don't know if. You guys remember from back in those days when HBO would do their movies. Sometimes they had a real short beginning to it, and it'd say feature presentation. They yeah, had a, yeah. One that was really long with like a mountain shot and all this stuff. So you, you didn't have internet. You didn't have anything. You just sat there, waited for that. Be like, Superman 2, come on. I would always right. be like, Superman 2, whatever, something like <laughs> that. The Shining was my number one. Ooh. Somebody already covered that. Just that music in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I was running to the bedroom crying. Like, oh, <laughs> fuck. First of all, mad it wasn't Superman 2 or something that I would like to watch. It freaked me the fuck out. Now, today, I love the movie. It's probably in my top four or five favorite movies ever. I still try to analyze as many scenes as you can because there's a lot of stuff in there that's open for interpretation. The reason why King didn't like it as much is because it, it shifted from the book. That's why I like the TV version better. It was closer to the novel. Mm-hmm. And that was why you need to finish Dr. Sleep, Mark, so you can understand what's going on, because it combines... I, I need to finish it. When they're killing those kids, it's like, oh, fuck. You, you know need to watch the thing. You need to watch the thing, Mark. Oh, I have it right, I have it right the thing, here. The thing is watch, another I'm movie I really... Like, I love The Shining, and The Thing is another movie I really like, because much like The Shining, it's one of those ones you can watch so many times, and, like, you pick up different things, like new things and different like theories and this and that like that's yeah. to me that's like a mark of a really good oh movie. and this also has the feature commentary with kurt russell and john carpenter so i read something about if you ever see a movie with uh john carpenter and kurt russell 
and they do a commentary on it, you always hear them cracking open beers. I love Kurt Russell. He's <laughs> no, but on a feature commentary, you hear them getting drunk and talking about the movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need to watch. I want to hear it. With, John I want to watch it and watch and the commentary. When you put John Carpenter and Kurt Russell together, Big Trouble Little China. I got to hear the feature commentary on Big Trouble Little China. Those guys cracking up the bears. I don't think Kurt Russell's made a bad movie. I can't think of one at the moment. No. If you ever, Mark, if you watch, next time you watch Big Trouble in Little China, like eat an edible. I took an edible watching Big Trouble in Little China. I've never laughed harder in my Dude, fucking life. <laughs> I smoked weed, bong hits watching that movie back in the day. Well, Ian I know what it is. <laughs> and I've done it lately. So it's, it's legal where you're at, Eric? Pot's legal where you're at? Uh, yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> well, Jerry's going to hook us up at Rockin' Pod with some weed. Yeah, remember it's illegal. It's illegal here. Remember, so don't. Well, we're gonna smoke about it. We're gonna smoke. It's funny. I'm watching. I was watching Big Trouble in Little China, and I had taken an edible, and I was drinking some beer, so I was just like gone. But I kept thinking in my head. I had like a little bit of paranoia in my head. I was just like, "Fuck! What if my wife like woke up and tells me like, hey, you need to drive me somewhere?'" I'd be like, "No, dude, I drive good. I drive good. Hi." <laughs> not me man if i'm if i'm like if i get high i need to make sure i'm at home and i don't need to go Seriously. anywhere because i cannot once i leave the house it's like i'm out of my safe zone and shit gets real i'm just like you're going, you're going you're going 15 miles an hour and you think you're going like 50. i was at, dude when i first started the jo a job i'm at i'm not going to talk about it because i don't want them to say anything but uh dude it was my one friend when i smoked he wasn't really a friend and I I'm I'm like working. I look at him. He looks at me. I look at him. We come up to each other. You smoke, don't you? And I go, yes. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, we know we are kind. And after work, I went to his place and we smoked it. Fucking shit bong hits. I'm driving home on the 57 freeway. And there's like all these fucking hills. And I go, fuck, this looks like the hills have eyes. I was freaking out. That's the only time I <laughs> freaked out when I was driving. It was so dark. And I go, this is like a fucking zombies or shit's going to come at me right now. I turned up the radio and I couldn't, I could turn up my CD player. I couldn't hear shit. I was just freaking out at the scenery around me. The oh, fuck. <laughs> the hills have eyes is a fucking creepy movie too. That's a creepy one. Oh my God. But then we get to your number one, Jerry. I was going to find something else because uh, you and Charles, I don't think Eric mentioned it, but yeah, I think I was a I was going to a Catholic school at the time. I watched this for the first time. So I was pretty sheltered and it was a fucking exorcist, man. Ooh. That movie fucking was just scary as fuck. And I won't repeat the scene what she did with the cross, but that still haunts me today. <laughs> the <laughs> F me Jesus part, man. That's oh, I'm surprised God. I didn't oh, pick fucking Evil Dead, dude. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, that, that affected me more than Evil Dead. I mean, just, I mean, you look at it now, it's so, you know, so cheesy looking, her effects on it. Back then, dude, it was fucking amazing, dude. I'll tell you what, man, with The Exorcist, you know, I, I hate when, like, these paranormal activity movies would come out and they'd be like, we got real footage of people watching it and they're showing people watching it. And they're like, oh, you know, and it's just yeah. like. And fucking exorcist, they're showing like news reports about people like people literally were passing out, throwing up. There'd be people yeah. leaving the theater, like right. crying, like having an emotional breakdown. Like the the movie theater tenants are like, Yeah, we had to be like retrained on CPR. We have to keep smelling salts because people keep passing out during like that's some scary shit. People were throwing up, people were passing out, there are people having mental breakdowns from that yeah. movie. 
like that shit like fucks people up. Yeah, I mean, it's still freaky today. Watch yeah, it, they, today. They, it's it is terrifying. The, the, I need to get that 4K. Fuck the, the Catholic school I went to actually sent a list home to my parents about what movies I'm, I'm not supposed to watch. Of course, that one was on it, and of course I watched it. But I had two <laughs> but uh, yeah, that movie fucking just man, a cross scene, dude. You know, yeah. you know what other movies fucking freaky? I just thought about it now. The Changeling with George C. Scott. The fucking kid, the wheelchair that. ghost up in the attic. Oh my god, that movie's freaky. You guys or, should watch the change. The Omen. I don't know why nobody picked the Omen. Or, uh, the Omen is fucking great. Rosemary's, Rosemary's Baby. Baby. I was gonna make my list, and it probably yeah. should have because that movie was. Fucking the Omen should have made my list. I forgot about that one. What the fuck? I forget about the Omen. Omen's creepy with the dogs, the fucking shit going on. That one didn't creep me out as much. Uh, the original one. Damien was cooler too, on South like, Park. As a kid, when I saw it as a kid, maybe because it's more of like a, it's more of like a movie. Like some stuff may go over your head because if you're young enough, I think it's more of a movie. Like if you're a little bit older, it's creepier. But that one I saw as a kid didn't really creep me out. I think when you're younger, it's more simple things and um, like more visual stuff that kind of terrifies you. Yeah, dude. It, it, I need to get that box out of the Omen, though. It's a fucking great series of movies. But my number one movie actually saved my life. My mom, bless her heart, she's uh, a uh, heavenly wherever she's at right now. But uh, fuck, she used to take me all these horror movies, dude. I saw fucking all these horror movies on the fucking drive-in, dude. I was fucking seven, eight, ten, whatever. I saw Cheech and Chong up in smoke original at the fucking movies i saw all these movies that traumatized traumatized no no i'm I'm just saying she took me to all these movies and didn't give a fuck what they were rated even though up and smoke was rated pg (laughs) which should have been r no it was rated r but it's like less than r movies now but uh the death ship 1980 with george kennedy dude anything george kennedy's been in except the naked gun is fucking freaky my God, it was like, they did a remake of this and it, it, it kind of sucked. The original Death Shop, he's fucking the ghost captain. Fucking there's blood, blood again coming through shower heads inside the cabin. <laughs> there's fucking all this shit going on. And it's fucking, you know, ships are really narrow, the hallways <laughs> and shit. And they're running through the hallways and shit. That fucking movie freaked the fuck out. I, I don't know if you ever seen Airport 77 with him, too. Yeah, he TV. was in that one, too. Yeah. God, oh, yeah. dude, George Kennedy was the freakiest guy. And then he made the naked gun. I go, oh my God, <laughs> this guy isn't that, that scary anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, fucking death shit. It actually saved my life because my mom took me to the movies. And uh, it was raining that night. We came home and I couldn't sleep in my bed. And I said, I went into my mom's bed. I was 10 and I slept in her bed that night. And we, I got up to go to school the next morning. We came in the roof caved in on my bed with this huge stake from the roof right into my bed, dude. Fuck, dude. Dude, I was, I was fucking what saved fuck? by that movie, dude. Yeah, I, that, that, where I would have slept, I would have been impaled by a fucking wood beam. Because wow. the roof fell in because of the rain. My, the, I would say that's a good reason to be traumatized, I guess. Oh, dude, that traumatized me just waking up and getting ready for school. I go, <laughs> fuck, yeah. Oh, fuck. My bed dude, is impaled. Yeah. I could, I'm fucking glad I when slept you said, with my like, mom. You said, like, oh, this movie saved my life. I'm thinking, like, 
Like, what? Like, <laughs> traumatize you at Save Your Life? I'm like, what? Well, dude, I wake up in the morning to get ready for school. I go to my room to get my clothes, and my bed is fucking up like this with the thick yeah. stake in the middle, dude. It's like, oh, fuck. I wanted to slept with my mom if I didn't see that movie. <laughs> All right. Uh, Look, it's the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Oh, just missed him. Yeah, he was on there. Oh, we're watching your movie on the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> there he is again. Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, that's some shit that traumatize you right there. Yeah, his <laughs> Ultimate Warrior was kind of scary, man. <laughs> what was that, those, that face paint, those big bug eyes just staring into your fucking soul, man? Uh, Ultimate Warrior was kind of creepy, man. He kind of freaked me out as a kid. What was that's that why movie? I saw them wrestling VHS tapes. Like, you kind of creeped me out. Bill Paxson with Voodoo. Yeah, Bill Paxton? Yeah, yeah, it was. Fun. I don't know about it. It was like a uh, serpent in the rainbow, but that serpent was not, in the rainbow. Yeah, that's not Bill, Bill Pullman. Paxton. Bill Pullman. Bill yeah, Pullman. Dude, that movie is freaky as fuck. Voodoo, dude, scares the shit out of me too. But uh, that was our uh, top six movies that traumatized us as a kid or an adult. But we uh, done eleven. Yeah, apparently, no one got the childhood memo. <laughs> well, most of them were childhood. The one that yeah. <laughs> like four of them. The one that posted it everywhere. Like five of them for me, you know. No, actually two. Actually four were childhood movies, but uh, fuck, man. That was a fucking fucking happy Halloween, bitches. And uh, Eric, promote your shit, dude. Yeah, um, check out the Rock All Over You podcast with my, me and my co-host, Mr. Edwin Castracci. Uh, we just, you know, we review some amazing uh, classic rock, hard rock, heavy metal albums. I uh, have always uh, some great guest stars on there. Check us out. We uh, usually have uh, new episodes every other week. Um, got a very awesome uh, Halloween episode that I'm kind of keeping a secret for right now, but uh, it'll, it'll be up uh, this weekend. Um, yeah, check that out. Um, also check out the podcast that inspired this episode uh podcasting after dark um yeah but uh also too man uh right now you have until the end of october leave a goddamn review for my podcast rock over you podcast and the best review on itunes gets to guest star on our iron man peace of mind review so god and people are fucking slacking leave us a goddamn review Damn well, I left you a review. You could just bring me on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also screenshot and send it to like me or Edwin through like Messenger or whatever. Well, you already read mine iTunes on takes forever to upload. You know, I remember Mark's took forever to upload. So, yeah. God damn it. Send those, give us a goddamn review and you could possibly be a guest star on our Iron Man episode. Yeah, go for it, Charles. You're the center square, man. Give them a great review. <laughs> I already did. Like, he did, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he even updated his too. Yeah, dang. Uh, he updates it like that other dude, huh? <laughs> well, other dude. I don't do bad updates. He doesn't get bad updates. Oh. Uh, I even gave him a good, good review because I'm tired of people. I just go and fucking. He knows his shit. I said, but he's an asshole and gave me five uh, a one star review. Well, he already changed his, but he already changed his shit, and now he's the only review on there. He reviewed his own podcast. I mean, well, he on. always does. Yeah, he creates all the fake profiles. Oh, no, he put his podcast. name, put his yeah. name. Darren Reardon <laughs> reviewed himself. You did a great job. What the fuck, man? Uh, <laughs> but also, shit. check out Charles. He's on uh, Say Lee's name. Lee Gersman. Yeah, say his name. You've been on a lot of his podcasts lately. 
Yeah, we just did two more. It was out yesterday. One pissed Mark off. The other one is uh Fucking did X, bitches. I've been put. I had that in my pocket for a year. I was waiting <laughs> to spring that on him. Fuck, I had I was no so idea. pissed. Uh, I had no idea, but yeah, hey, you know, as Lee decides to do them, we knock them out. And yeah. uh, guess I'll be on Andy's show next week and back here for the Queen. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm Black Spinner podcast is awesome, Eric. You should. What was Black Spinner? We're doing bands with T. You're doing yeah, yeah. Like, yeah you didn't get now? my message, Jerry. What message? I said you better not forget the the. Oh. <laughs> Like no, I already got, I already got I already yeah, got that one if now, you but... forget Tesla, dude, I'm going to give you shit again. <laughs> yeah, because you forgot that, that last time. And, and you better not forget Triumph, because I know you love Triumph. You got uh, two ones, Triumph and Tesla. Well, with, with The, you can do a lot of bands. Well, the doesn't count. Kind of lazy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to go The. It's kind of lazy. No way. Oh, fuck. You should do Testament. There you go, Testament. You Fucking know. Testament. Come on, dude. You're giving all mine away. Oh, sorry, man, but... uh. You know, nobody watches us, dude. We only got 10 <laughs> downloads now last week. <laughs> but, uh, man, I want to thank you, Eric and Charles, for coming on the podcast, for coming on here, man. Uh, we on, finally man. got 170 uh, subscribers. I'm not going to fucking, fucking, I'll, I'm not going to suck your dick to fucking give us a subscription. If you want to subscribe, subscribe, because it's hard to get fucking friends and family to subscribe to shit, you know? I fucking just take my wife's phone and do it for her. But everybody else, I can't fucking do it. <laughs> but uh, thank you guys for being on here, man. I had a blast. Jerry, you have any final words, man? I do. I drink a couple more beers and go give my wife the hard, hard one. There you <laughs> yeah. go. That's tomorrow night. <laughs> All right. And then we're going uh, <laughs> to, next week, is uh, we're going to make the top 16 Queen album, Ultimate Album. Yeah. So uh, we'll see you guys next week. And you know what? Everybody, fuck off. You suck. All right. <laughs> Later, guys. Fuck Sammy Hagar. Later. <laughs> All All right. Right. Fuck Tampa Bay Lightning. Hey, Charles, you got any last words? Fuck the New York Rangers. And Sharon can eat a dick. All right. Later, guys. You know he is. <laughs> fuck off. I love it. All right. I want to suck his uh, dick, though. All right. Bye. Ugh.